Welcome to the Candid Creative Podcast with Manda and Liz, where we're all about growth, innovation, and keeping it candid. Tune in every week for sharp insights and real talk on the creative business world. Stay ahead of the curve with our mix of expert advice, industry secrets, and inspirational stories. And remember, your next idea is just one episode away. Okay, so we don't really have any listener submissions ready today, just out of lack of readiness. <laughs> but I was thinking maybe we should start by just like talking about a troll. Yeah, I. you know what? And I think talking about trolls is actually, what a way to kick off the day. <laughs> Am I right? It's entertaining. It could be triggering, but it's entertaining. So. Yeah, it is pretty entertaining. I think I want to talk about some recent comments I've been getting on my posts that are um, deeply disturbing. So I have, you know, you uh, boost a post every now and then, or we run ads, blah, blah, blah. And you can't always control who sees the ads. But lesson learned, don't let Instagram choose who sees your ads. um, Because this, I, I dealt with this whole debacle with my Facebook business page versus my Facebook business account and my ads, blah, 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 whatever. Anyways, I basically had to restart my whole business page from scratch. And so <laughs> I've done a couple just random boosts and I to like Instagram posts that I have. And I used to have an audience saved, but because of all of this restarting, basically, I don't have any saved audiences in Instagram. I still have them in Facebook, but not in Instagram. So I wanted to boost this one post. And I made the mistake of just saying like, let Instagram choose based on my current followers, which this is either really upsetting about my current followers, and I need to change all my life decisions. Or it just really says something about Instagram and their marketing schemes. Um, So I've gotten two comments in the last couple days about my feet in my posts. (laughs) And I'll have you know... about your feet? (laughs) So, okay. I told Johnny this last night too. I saw these comments the other day. And I've blocked both the people who said anything, but I don't... Is that the same person? It's two different people, yeah. What? (laughs) Yeah. And and here's the thing. Um, This is not the first time I've been called out about my feet. And I don't know... Yeah. I don't know what call you out about. Okay. So so one recently I was in Tulum with my team for a job and I had posted a story uh on Main Co Creative of just like the pool, basically. And I think and my feet were in it because I was just sitting that way, right? So like one of my feet, I think it was like one of my feet in the pool. And it like blew up this one post. I got crazy engagement for what I had been getting. I think it had like 9,000 views on this one post, on this one story, you know. Oh, it's just a um, story, not a reel. Right. Yeah, this is just a story. And I got a ton of... Yeah, 9,000 is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And and when I said something about it to Sarah and Monty, Sarah's like, oh, girl, you got to take that down. That's a foot photo for sure. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? And I looked and I was like, oh, my foot is in it. How cute. And she was like, disgusting. Take it down. And I was like, why? And she's like, you are, that is not the correct audience. That's not who you're trying to reach. Take it down. That's why it's gotten such good engagement. Apparently, okay, so foot fetishes have always been a thing, but I guess they're 
I don't know, coming to light lately? Or they're finding you. They're, so they're have, freaking finding you know what, me. You know what's creepy? I've totally noticed how cute your feet are. <gasps> <laughs> I don't have a foot fetish at all. I just don't really like my, my toes very much. Yeah. They're not very straight. They're curled. Okay. And so when I... They, pressure them down by standing they go out in different directions they're not just like nice flow of toe <laughs> parallel toes um and so they look kind of like crow claws it's like okay. what i think of them as sure. um and i've noticed at a wedding setup you were wearing these sandals that were very supportive they're like black they have a strap over the toes yeah. i know that ankles yeah. yeah and i thought wow she has really nice feet i couldn't pull off those shoes so Wow, that's supporting supporting evidence. Super flattering. (laughs) I I don't, I'm not going to lie. When I used to work in coffee and I used to work at a stand and people would drive through and I I definitely had one or two customers. Luckily, I was young and naive and I didn't really understand the full weight of what was being said to me. But I definitely had one or two customers that would pull through and be like, I would make mention of my comments because I or of my feet. They would make comments about my feet because I was like always in flip flops. Mm-hmm. And I, I, thinking back on it, I'm like, hmm, I was sort of that feels inappropriate. Now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so tell, me about, tell me about oh, these comments. Oh, these comments. <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna die. <laughs> Johnny was. I told Johnny last night, and he was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so, <laughs> so the first comment I got. <laughs> just said, um, wow, look at that toe cleave with like a fire and hearts. <laughs> and it's like my feet in heels, guys. These aren't just like barefoot photos. It's like my feet in heels. <laughs> and I even was like... And the photo's not of your feet, no. right? Well, it's like the lower half of my body. It's like an editorial shot of like oh, okay. one Got of the it. shots is of the lower half of my body like sitting. And I'm... I'm in red bottom heels. So it's, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's meant to be a focus on the shoes. But I even was like, toe cleave? What the hell? And I like examined both of my feet. And I was like, I guess, I guess that they do seem like they're struggling to fit into that that one. (laughs) So I was like, well, that's fucking weird. So I obviously blocked that guy. And then (laughs) the next day, I got a DM (laughs) that said... Something to the effect of, wow, has anyone ever told you that you are so beautiful and you have very beautiful feet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no? Yes. Uh, <laughs> the answer to that is actually, yes. you are the second person today, which means you are not original, sir. <laughs> so I also blocked that person. But um, what kind of people are these? Was he, could you tell? Was he young? Uh, I mean, I didn't go searching, but definitely not my target audience is what I would say. (laughs) That we know for sure. Not my target audience. Last time I let Instagram choose who sees my stuff because it's got to be from the same situation. Well, it might sound like an opportunity is... Arising. Here, that you just like change your product to be what sells to the people who are seeing your ads. Yep. Yep. 100%. Or so Instagram is either doing a terrible job or it's telling me what my path needs to be. Yeah. Like just sell like some people, um, I don't know. We haven't decided boundaries we have on this podcast, but um, right. Right. (laughs) Some people sell their underwear. You could just sell your shoes, just wear them for a day and then sell them. Wow. I didn't even know that. 
they've got, that's got to be a thing. They sell their underwear used underwear. Yeah, hmm. used more. How do you know this? How do you know this? I feel like it's common knowledge. Is it? <laughs> Is it, Alyssa? <laughs> I think so. You don't know this. I mean, it's like something. It's a fetish thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, it's like. No, there's I literally think, not a lot of explaining needed. It, it totally makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, how can I explain this appropriately? I will say, I think a lot of times it's like uh, the, the person buying it needs a face associated with it. So they're obsessed with this certain person for whatever reason. <laughs> and they happen to be willing to buy some articles of used clothing from them. <laughs> As a keepsake. <laughs> well, I definitely wouldn't let people know that it was me or my shoe. I don't know how comfortable I feel with that. <laughs> I have to talk just, about I'm details. Just selling these shoes. That's all I do. I just say with I'm selling these them. shoes with your feet in them. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one foot out, one foot in. Yeah, hundred percent. Let them see the goods. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help but think of a business idea from any situation. I absolutely. No, no. Trust me, my mind was reeling as well, but um, <laughs> I was more just really disturbed by the comments I was getting and. Um, like what do you what do you even say back to that? Like what should I have written back and been Nothing. like, ah, oh, why why no, no one's ever told me that. Thank you. Right. How more. much are you willing to pay yeah. for your shoes? Shoes? Do you want to buy my shoes? <laughs> <laughs> what are they worth? To you? I'll send you the shoes. <laughs> yeah. The, yes. The shoes are a thousand dollars. So they would see two thousand. Okay. All right. Next time. Anyways, uh, all right. Well, that was fun. Let's get down to business. Yeah, let's talk about community over competition. <laughs> I feel like Liz has more thoughts about this than I do. So why don't you uh, kick it off? Well, we thought this might be, I thought this might be an interesting conversation just because I don't necessarily have like an exact stance on this. I like to not have an exact stance on anything, just for the record, unless it's <laughs> a few different topics. But Really, my exact stance is always to never have an exact stance. So um, I can see things on both sides. I will tell you, I get annoyed hearing people like hashtag community over competition just because I think it really likes put puts competition in a bad light. Like it's bad. I, mm-hmm. I like some competition. I think it can be healthy competition. Totally. Maybe it's just the wrong word being used, but I think that... You know, I think people have serious issues with being um, spiraling over competition. Right. And so they combat it by being like, it's bad. Right. <laughs> Community matters more. Yeah. Just because they can't handle it uh, mm-hmm. mentally. Yes. <laughs> so that's where I'm coming from. I feel like it's more like a band aid over an, a bigger issue that a lot of people have. <laughs> Or they're Uh like, just say it, community over competition, because I just can't face how I feel around competition. Competition. I think a lot of people can't put in a positive spin on competition. I actually struggled with this for a while because part of who I am is that I am a really competitive person, but I don't ever, I don't like necessarily... I don't want other people to fail. I just become really competitive in the fact that like, I want to do the best all the time. I want to be the best. And I don't think, I mean, that's part of who I am. I don't think there's anything 
wrong with that. If anything, I'm more mostly competitive with myself, but I'm of course competitive with others. And I talk about this a lot. Like I know that that will overwhelm me so much that I will put blinders on and I just won't look at anything else mm-hmm. because I know that I, the way I handle competition is I just turn into a maniac and just, I'll just be like, okay, well, no one's going to see me for four days until I redo my entire business plan and figure out my five-year business model. And, you know, like, so I know that's what I do with competition, which is why I put blinders on. And I understand that that's also though what motivates me in some sense is I find the competition with myself is more healthy than competition with others. For me personally, that's what's most healthy. But I think probably that hashtag needs to be something more like community over comparison. Mm-hmm. Or right? community and competition. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do feel like there's such a negative connotation with competition. Yeah, I think people take themselves too seriously. And I, I take my business very seriously, and I know you do too. But I, I can also be like, wow, I'm being a dick about this. Mm-hmm. Like, I can acknowledge, like you're happy this person is being super successful. Like you, first of all, it's inspiring. It shows you what's possible. And also, Mm -hmm. honestly, like I don't really have interest in being friends with people who Mm -hmm. don't uh, evoke that emotion in me a little bit. Yeah. Um, You know, like when you came out with May and Co Monthly, I was like, you little rat, (laughs) look at your fucking marketing. Ah, Look at your consistency in posting. This bitch. And I text you and be like, you're doing such a good job. <laughs> That's how you combat it. Well, I'm not competing in my brain. I'm like, it's, some people could be like, oh, I don't like this. I think a lot of people don't have very much of an awareness or they yeah. won't admit to themselves or feel, feeling competitive. And yeah. instead they're like, I don't like this person because of this and this and this. Like they yes. twist it so that totally. they try to make sense of their feelings yes. without being honest. Yes. But what I like to do is be like, wow, Amanda's making me feel not, you aren't making me feel, but this is just an easy way of saying it. I only, I can make myself feel certain ways, (laughs) but seeing how good you are at this is really evoking some negative emotions in me, not towards you, but it could be misconstrued as that by someone maybe, but it makes me feel a competition. Not like I want to beat you, but like I got to level up. Yes. Like I gotta level up because I can't be this shitty at uh, posting or marketing or content creation compared to Amanda, who's like (laughs) my best friend, by the way. Who, by the way, Alyssa is the one who convinced me to start a membership. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I was like, man, she's taking this a step further, and I think some people would see that as like, like me being like, well, Amanda's doing a much better job at me, so you know. I got to do this or I don't know. To yeah. me, that, that's like a sense of competition. And I like that it pushes me to do more. Yeah. But I think it's really becomes bad because just feeling competition doesn't mean that person that you have to have bad feelings towards that person totally. or that anyone's doing anything wrong or that you want them to not succeed. Yes. It doesn't mean any of those things in my mind. Right. Well, I think that's why it comes to like, what you do with that competition, which is what I was saying too. If I see, I see stuff you do, same. And I'm like, motherfucker, she's doing, no wonder she has more members than me. She's so great at everything. You know, um, same, same. But again, I take that and it doesn't make me less stoked for you. It just makes me need to figure out like what I need to do to be on the same level. And, and I would say even, okay, so 
we're best friends so we can feel that way about each other and talk about it. There's other, if there's other planners in the industry, first off, um, I try really hard, not honestly, and sometimes to a fault. I don't really look outside of myself in the, in, in my industry because I just don't really see the point. And, um, it doesn't really help me because I get, I know that how I take competition is I get really hard on myself. And so that's why I don't really look at right. my competition. It yeah. It doesn't put you in a helpful headspace. Totally. But that, that said, to the point that both of us were just making in regards to each other, recently, I this other planner got a job over me and I stalked the hell out of their stuff. And I was like, what the hell? They're getting better jobs than me or they're getting this or they're getting that. Um, and it didn't make me want... I'm, I mean... Yes, part of me was like, I'm going to crush them. But then, <laughs> but really not. Like, I don't want them to not be successful. I don't want them to not book jobs. I don't want them to not make money. I just want to do better is is all. It's, it's like, I think healthy competition is seeing something, feeling competitive or being competitive. And I want the best for me. It's not about that other person necessarily. I mean, even if you think right. about sports... Like, I, I don't want to beat you to destroy you. I want to beat you because I want to be the best or I want to do right. better myself. And I think, especially in the creative industry, competition, yeah, is morphed into this negative thing of like, what competition is, is you wanting the other person to not succeed, not you want to succeed like as much as that person, if not more, you know, yeah, and there's and like a huge difference. Yeah. And I think it's actually hearing you say that made me realize, I think a lot of times when people have that issue, they, they think that when someone else gets that job, for instance, like if it's a florist, if I know a florist, if I got an inquiry and wrote an estimate or whatever, and I knew the florist who ended up getting the client, if I looked at that as because you got that, there's one less job on my, on the earth for me to have, Mm -hmm. therefore I'm going to be lacking a job this year. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's when people feel this sense of competition, like what other people have, I don't have, and I'll be right. lacking. Right. Whereas I don't, I feel like I've gotten past that. I'm sure I've gone through a phase like that in the beginning of my business, but I don't like living in that headspace. Like, but I, I personally just as like a self-protective mechanism. And I just don't, I don't like to, I don't like to hold views that don't build, that don't benefit me. Like yeah. if a view doesn't benefit me in some way or serve me, like I'm not going to have that perspective. It just totally. doesn't make sense to me because then it's like giving my power away to this viewpoint of whatever it is. So to say like when someone else books a job, I'm going to have one less job that year. I'm not going to hold that view because it like, what's the point? I just feel sorry for myself all the time. Mm-hmm. So I would rather think, and it's always served me that there's plenty of jobs out there. Like I could I can fill up my year with there still being plenty of jobs out there for everyone else to fill their year. So it doesn't actually take anything away from me. So I feel like people really get sucked into the competition when they think, I don't know, I'm trying not to say this really cliche, the lack mindset. (laughs) 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 But, um, and I think, I guess what I'm realizing from this conversation is I kind of, I think community over competition is like a cop out of Mm -hmm. dealing with, your feelings around it and just being like, it's bad. I'm not competitive. I love my community. It's like, you can feel competitive. And also like, I love your community. I feel, I don't feel, I wouldn't use those words. I don't feel competitive towards you, but there's not that many people who make me feel uncomfortable with how good they are at things. And you do. So I would, that 
I think would be competition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not even uncomfortable, but just an awareness like, oh, yeah. I could be doing this better. Right. You know, she's getting results that I want. Yeah. So I'm going to look at what she's doing mm-hmm. and be a little annoyed that she's so good <laughs> at it and then love her because she's showing me how to do something really, really well. <laughs> you know, instead yeah. of being like, oh, she doesn't deserve it. Or I yeah. would have been so much better at that or right. whatever, you know? <laughs> well, and I think, okay, so if we're talking about even competition as it relates to maybe someone you know, I feel like a lot of the comments I get in main Co Monthly and such are <clears throat> like... Um, in order to, you know, other competitors in my industry or in my area are charging this much and I'm charging this much. And because they're charging less than me and they're, we're, comp- we're competitors, they're taking jobs basically. Um, and I, I, to your point, I'm, I'm always saying like, don't worry about what they're charging. They, let them it. charge whatever they want. Like know and, your service, yeah. know your prices. You ca- you came up with a price for a reason. It's not just an arbitrary number that you're like, oh, but they're charging less. Maybe I should charge less. Like, do you have a reason for your price? If you have a reason for your price, you shouldn't even worry about what someone else is charging. Right. Just know your worth. That's not, that doesn't necessarily, that's not like competition who's stealing from you. And that no. goes back to the whole idea around competition just being like competition is bad competition is wanting the other person to fail or competition is taking jobs from this other person or you have less yeah Mm -hmm. there's not 20 jobs per city that one person is getting because they have low prices like that person with lower prices can book out their whole year Mm -hmm. they're going to make less they're going to be more stressed it's going to suck yes (laughs) (laughs) no thank you but they have every right to do it yep Um, and i would just move on like like observe and move on. I just can't mm-hmm. stand how people get so hung up on bitching about what other people are doing. It's like, or I don't know, just making it like giving their power away to other people, basically right. being like, I can't book anyone because this person has lower prices. That is not right. true. Right. No, hundred percent. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's like, if you aren't getting I mean, jobs. It's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Well, there's definitely things you can do. You can That's what I mean. look, you can yes. you can bring you can bring in other jobs. There's you ways that it. you can do it. Like mm-hmm. you have power over yes. getting inquiries and booking them. Yes. So I do agree. I think there's a lot of negative connotation with competition. I'm of I'm very open about the fact that I'm a very competitive person, but I'm aware of that. And so I've decided like what competition is healthy for me, what level of competition is healthy for me, how competitive am I going to let myself be with myself mm-hmm. and with other people? And how do I re- like react to feeling competitive with people? Right. Okay. So then there's also the topic of just comparison, say, mm-hmm. do we think, because I think comparison is more toxic than competition, mm-hmm. right? Yes. By far, because when you're like comparing, especially with freaking social media, man, because all you see is everyone's best moments. You never mm-hmm. see anyone's shit moments. You never see the employee who threatened to sue you. You never see like the client who hated everything you did. Like you don't see right. any of that shit. You just see this highlight reel and then everyone compares themselves to everyone else. And I think that's what's more toxic. I don't know. I think it maybe just change it to like community over toxicity. Community over bad stuff. Uh, Yeah. It's so, it's so such a complicated topic, but 
Um, yeah, I definitely think comparison can be a lot more unhealthy and less useful. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that I don't follow a lot of florists. I don't know if it's because I'm, I am co- competitive for sure. I don't know if it's the comparison piece or I will say how I have explained it to myself or how I've thought about it is it's distracting. Yes, it's correct. like, it just distracts me from like my vision, from what I'm really feeling in my business, the direction yep. I'm thinking about taking the, like the groove I'm in, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the flow I'm in, yes. it's distracting. Then it's like you stop, you re and it, it gives you this temptation to react. Like your actions are suddenly not inspired, but they're like a reaction to things yes. you're seeing and what yes. other people are doing. And mm-hmm. I hate that. Like I hate, um, being in reactive mode. So, you know, someone, a florist is like, I collaborated with 10 other vendors to give, to do an elopement giveaway. And I see they have 500 comments of people entering. And then I start thinking, I'm just trying to think of an example. This hasn't actually happened. If anyone's like trying to think of who I'm talking about, (laughs) this is is not real. But then I know in these cases, I would be like, what are things I should give away to get 500 new, like people on my, uh, media or whatever, for whatever I'm selling, for whatever I'm selling. And then whether or not you catch yourself, like, I don't know, sometimes those things are good because you can learn from what someone else is doing at the same time. Then you're just in this state of doing what other people are doing because Mm -hmm. it, you see their results. So you think, oh, that's a good idea. So I like to kind of follow people who who are out of my industry and get inspired by what they're doing because I can kind of synthesize it into my own thing that makes sense for my industry. If it's the same industry, you have limited options of how to synthesize it and make it your own. Yes. Um, So yeah, I don't love the comparison. I don't like to know. I'm like you, I put blinders on, not because I don't think what people are doing is awesome, but because it like slows me down. Totally. Absolutely. It doesn't really, it doesn't benefit me. I don't think like seeing what other planners are doing either one makes me feel like I'm not doing enough or two makes me, I don't even want the temptation of seeing what someone else is doing and then wanting to replicate any part of that. You know what I mean? And I think I can get my inspiration from other ways, like my brain. And then it's not, it's not even a question, which we talked about this too, um, inspiration versus imitation. And I do think that this kind of, yeah, kind of circles back to anti-comparison that. Yeah. Because I will tell you something that I, something this person said, I don't know how these will air. So I don't know if it will (laughs) air before or after this, but we talked about someone who copied me very, very directly. And obviously, um, one thing she said was like, I thought you were all about community over competition. Like, don't you lift people up in your community? I'm like, you're literally ripping my content off. Like you're copying me this plagiarism this is copying. So it doesn't mean I don't want you to be successful, but not this way. (laughs) Like, and yes, we're competition now because you're like creating a whole new business structure. Exactly. (laughs) Like mine. (laughs) Um, yes, we're competition. Now I'm not telling you, I'm not happy about this because we're competition. It's because you are ripping off my content (laughs) and my ideas directly. Yes. Um, in a very blatant, weird way. Um, and so, yeah, I'm totally for competition, like, mm-hmm. but you know, the copying piece is a whole nother. 
Yeah, the copying piece, comparison. Yeah, we love community, but also competition isn't bad. So maybe we just we just change the hashtags to like hashtag community, hashtag down with. Let's bad. compete together. Let's compete together. Let's, <laughs> let's compete. Let's compete. Hashtag let's compete. Everyone, if you listen to Canada Creative Podcast, <laughs> next time you post, let's compete. hashtag let's compete. That's going to be one of our hashtags for this show forevermore. Let's compete if you feel like it. If you don't feel like competing, don't. <laughs> hashtag, if you feel like it, let's compete. <laughs> hashtag, don't compete if you don't want to. Hashtag, no, don't anything you don't want to do. If you want to not compete and it doesn't inspire you and it doesn't motivate you and energize you, then don't compete. Yeah. Yeah. But if you get do inspired get by competition or... Okay, I will say something um, else just on this, that there is a florist who, I've seen this happen a few times where a florist, and it's always been men. Mm. Men. Huh, interesting. But um, there's been some male florists who have been buddy, very buddy-buddy with me until they clearly felt competitive. Yeah. And then they couldn't like have a conversation, like they unfollowed me, super unresponsive. So it went from like super friend, friendshipy wow. to some competitive vibes where like they couldn't handle the friendship. And for right. me, that's just not how it is. Like to me, right. it is community and competition. Like let's be friends, admit it, say, hey, yeah. you're making me feel kind of insecure right now, yeah. <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> and I'll be like, bring it. I'm going to crush you. <laughs> <laughs> but let me know if you need to borrow some money. <laughs> I don't want you to fail. <laughs> However, true community over competition. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm never into actually crushing anyone. But, um, you know, I'll think of it as like a goalpost. I'm like, I'm going to get there and I'm going to go beyond, you know. Yes. So yes. like, I'm going to book or, you know, I'm going to get 2,000 members or something. If I hear, you know, someone has 1,000, okay, I'm going to try to get two. Not take totally. them away from that person. Right. But it just helps you set new goalposts of what's possible and like push yep. yourself more. Yeah. I think it's just changing your perspective on what competition means and how you take what you do with it, essentially. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. Are you ready to get enlightened? Yeah, I'm ready to get enlightened. What a... Um, what are we excited about this week? What are you excited about? What day is it right now? It's Monday. It's Monday. Oh, I've got just all these secret projects happening right now that <laughs> I can't talk about anything. I'm pretty sure on our last one with ditching, you're like, I'm ditching things. Things I can't talk about. I'm excited yet. about things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing, taking a so tour funny. of a place tomorrow. A place cool. I'll tell you all about someday. Cool. Taking a tour. Very excited to make some um, ideas into a reality. Everyone's imagination is just going wild right now. They're I like, know. she's moving into a mansion. She's buying a barn. A <laughs> barn? She could be doing anything. Those are the two well, things I can't Now I know I'm not doing either of those. <laughs> so I'm scratch that from your imagination. There's no barn. Sorry. Sorry to disappoint everyone. So yeah, I'm sorry I have to be vague, but um, just taking taking some actions, making some new things happen, and I'm do- taking an in-person tour. I feel like anything in person these days that's out of the ordinary is fun. To- Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like something yeah. you don't normally do, meet people you don't normally meet. Like I, I got so in the groove in 2020 of not seeing people 
Yeah. And then you just um, stuck with it. Yeah, I just like stuck with it on accident. Yep, totally. So same. I'm excited to do something in person. Yep. I feel like um, I just, this can be my, my thing or not, but um, I just got invited to this like dinner for planners. It's actually a florist. Um, down in like Southern California, who's putting on a big dinner for planners? Oh, which, a good strategy to get. That's exactly. I was like genius marketing. I will fall right into it. Have me. <laughs> You're so smart. Um, honestly, genius. And but I was like really excited and like a little bit nervous. I mean, I love face to face stuff. I'm I'm a fairly extroverted person. So I, none of that, you know, that sounds fun to me, but I definitely was like, holy shit. I don't remember the last like in-person event. I mean, obviously I, I run weddings, but like event, but I was meant for me to talk yeah. to people and network <laughs> or whatever. I was like, I don't remember the last one of those I went to. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Something where you're not the boss. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a hundred percent. That's how they marketed it too. Obviously. Like we just want our planner friends to just come and like chill for the evening Take and get to like you. Meet. Yeah, yeah, yes. I'm pretty sure that was the tagline. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, gold, win, sign me up. I'm so into it. Fun. Yeah. I do. That's well, so sweet. I, no, it's at the end of July, but okay. um, I am, though, a bit nervous about it. I mean, I don't even think <laughs> I have, for being an extroverted person, I also deal with a slight social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, which is crazy to me considering what I do for a living and just who I am. But I know I'd, I, I'll i be fine. But it's more of just like the planner in me that kind of wants to know how things are going to go because I just like to be prepared for things. I don't really like to walk into a building and not know what the vibe or the energy or like... Right. I just... You know what I mean? Sometimes... Mm-hmm. And as the older I get, I feel like the more I turn into that where I'm like, I kind of need to know what this is going to look like so I can mentally prepare myself. Yeah. Do you have any idea of anyone else who is going? Because I would imagine that. Okay, you do. Well, that's good. I put the guest list on there. And again, I don't follow any planners. So I literally, (laughs) I think I know like one other um, planning company who's going to be there. And actually, like I've chatted with them a lot. So I was like, great. I know them really well. That'll be fine. But the rest of them, I was like, these people could be anyone. I don't know. I have well, no idea. Yeah. I feel the same way you do. I have, I, I, at times I come alive with, um, social things, Yeah. but then there are time, but I also feel a little bit of anxiety around it. Um, mm-hmm. but then there are also times where if personalities are too big in the mm-hmm. room, I'm just mm-hmm. like, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> I just like go into like a comatose state. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no room for me here. <laughs> So I'm going to lower the, lower the dials on my personality and just sit here quietly. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I am one of those personalities. Which ones? The big ones? Takes over. Yeah. Well, I, I like, I like your big personality. I feel like there's some where you just can get a vibe where it's like, they don't. A thousand percent. I'm also, back to competitiveness, I'm not competitive with that at all. Like, I don't need to be the star right. of the show. I, I think I just usually take it on myself to be entertainment or to, like, um, get rid of any awkwardness or yeah. to make everyone feel welcome. That's just naturally how I feel. And so by that, I end up being more chatty or louder or whatever. But if someone else wants to take that, I'm all for it. I'm like, yeah, there, I don't have any, too. there's no that's pride here. Yeah, yeah, just exactly. let it happen. Yes. <laughs> and then sometimes I just like to watch because you never know what's yeah. going to happen. 
I feel like you and I have a really good balance of both being social, but we just kind of like meet each other in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like neither mm-hmm. of us is like going up. Yeah. 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 Thousand Taking percent. over the other one. Yeah. I know. That's good for us. I wish I did weddings again. I wish I did weddings so I could ever see you in person. I know. Um, I'm still we trying to make it on. We can't plan friend trips. We only can work together. <laughs> We've, I feel like, tried at this point. I'm like, do you want to meet me here? Do you want to meet me here? And you're like, what about Austin? Do you want to meet me in Austin? <laughs> what, about Wimber- what about my backyard? <laughs> I know. I'm like, do you know how far Austin is from me? <laughs> Oh, I know. We'll plan. We'll plan something at least next year when Django's. I don't well, know. Do I'm children so, sleep normal when they're five? I don't know anything Neither. about them, but so I far, assume no. That. So far, no. Up until four, they do not sleep. So yeah, I feel like that's a giant no. <laughs> I feel terrible leaving uh, a child who doesn't sleep with my husband. So oh, when Django starts sleeping, then I know you won't torture Brian. Yeah. <laughs> At <laughs> least now, like Brian. Brian and I can like trade off, you know. So like, yeah, one person can sleep one night and then not the other. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Really That's fun. a yeah, yeah. Definitely, That's everyone definitely have children. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's the end of our show. Yep. That's it. Bye, everyone. It. Bye. Music. Go. Thanks for listening to the Candid Creative Podcast. If you haven't remotely found amusement in what you've heard today, go ahead and show us a little love with that five-star rating and subscribe to the show on whatever platform you so desire. Continue following our journey through all of the modern medias, including Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Just search for at Candid Creative Podcast. And last but not least, if you're dying to hear our thoughts on any hot topics, unpopular opinions, or maybe you just need some good, solid, no BS advice on what to do in your day-to-day, head over to www.candidcreativepodcast.com and submit all of your deepest and darkest secrets to us. All submissions are always anonymous. Thanks again, you guys. And as always, keep it candid, creatives.